It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. I thought to myself, self, there is genuinely no one like you in this world. And I don't at this moment know if that's a good or bad thing. They're folks just like you. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 925. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture, sometimes tech. More often than not, no tech and a lot about music. Donna and I worked at the same country radio station, flamethrowing country radio station in Atlanta, combined 40 plus years. We love our music, country music specifically. And often endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack and Donna, my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Where did the tech come from? Occasionally, we talk tech. I think that's fair to say. I just love this. Like, sometimes the plane goes longer. Sometimes it's shorter. Sometimes sometimes it's heartfelt. Sometimes you just throw it out there. It's always the heartfelt, Donna. Always heartfelt. I think so. All right, let's get straight to it. I um, posted a video on Instagram, and I had so many people reach out, like, what is that thing? And that what is thing, that number? What is that number? When you say so many people reach out, is that, is that or under, just even from just from the video? I bet I had 50, 60 people that okay, all right, wow. reached out and were like, "What is that?" or "What the f was that?" or "How can I help?" Not even that. No, okay. just what was that? Actually, Debbie, my neighbor, reached out to say, "Thank God we were asleep," because I did text them and say, uh, "Are y'all up?" And nothing, crickets. I mean, it was 11.30 at night. So I get home, I'm working, had this air guys, finally, finally people putting in my air conditioning at the store. Can you believe it? Four months later. I know, seriously, I'm excited for you. Yeah, but you know, here's the thing. I was like, oh, everybody's like, but it's chilly now. You don't need air, but I need heat, right? And they come together in a package. So anyway, I had to stay a little bit later to let him into the store and all this stuff. So I get home and I go inside and... Roscoe is in the garage and he's just barking, 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 and barking. And this is the downside to Amazon Prime Day. I probably had nine boxes mm-hmm. in the garage and they were just stacked willy nilly, Jenga style, you know? And he is wedging his nose in between this box, but then he'll pull his nose back out real quick. And he's like, it was a different kind of bark. You know what I mean? Like, right. And then he'd run around to the other side of the boxes and try to poke his nose in. Just like your babies cry. You know your dogs bark. Something's not right. Mm -hmm. So Charlotte comes down the stairs just as casual as can be. Oh, I meant to tell you, I think there's something in the garage. I said, it's 1130. When did you mean to tell me? When did you hear this? When I fed him, I said, what time did you feed him? 530. Okay. And I mean, I guess there wouldn't be anything I could do, you know, when I'm not here, but I probably would have come home earlier or figured it out. So I'm deathly afraid of like marsupials, wildlife, rodents. Mm-hmm. I just don't like them. I don't like them. But I thought, okay, it's a bird or God forbid, what I really thought it was was a snake. And so I immediately texted our neighbors, Debbie, and because I figured Sean could come down here because, you know, he loves getting this kind of stuff. Well, nothing. Crickets. I can't bother Robin and Brian. I mean, that man's hustling down there at the Coke, you know, as a head of an attorney, so head attorney for the whole damn company. So I can't call that man over here. I thought about Jose because he's very like, he gets out there and does all the stuff in his yard, but it was so late. 
and I sure as hell couldn't go to the left of me, you know? No, you can't do that for anything. No. You're not here. There's just nobody to call on. So I thought, well, I'm going to call the non-emergency line for Milton. And I'm just going to explain to them, I'm really sorry for calling, but here's my situation. Now, Charlotte did want to call her little friend, Brock, who goes to her school, who shoots animals with BB guns. Okay. Is that a hobby? Yeah. Merit badge for that or something? I don't know, but I just thought, I don't want to get involved in that. What if he shoots his eye out? You know? So I call the non-emergency line, and this nice little fellow listens, or you know, answers the phone. And I said, hi, I know this is going to sound crazy. I said, but I have something in my garage that my dog will not leave alone, and he will not stop barking. So you're either going to hear from me on the non-emergency line, or you're going to hear from my neighbor telling the police to come because the dog's barking so much. So I'm figuring that I'm saving y'all a trip. Yeah, pick your poison. Yeah. So he says, well, what's going on? And I tell him, and I said, there's this thing, and it's stuck between all these boxes in the garage. He said, well, can you get your head in there and see what it is? So we know what kind of apparatus to bring. I thought, quite frankly, Caddy, he was going to make fun of me. Like, ma'am, we've got bigger fish to fry. But he was not. He was invested. And I said, well, let me go out there. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I looked through those boxes, and all I saw was fur. And I mean big fur. And I heard something going, Yeah, that's not a good sign. Hissing. Pissed that, you're in the, pissed that you're in the area. Is that, yeah. That's the message there, right? So he said, you need to get your dog in because there are some animals right now that have the rabies. Well, Roscoe wasn't coming in. I mean, he's like, this is his animal. Do you understand? Like, mm-hmm. he's, this is his pet. He's got this. So he's like, well, we'll send someone over. Don't worry about it. And he said, this is my favorite part. He goes, do not um, touch or try to remove the injured animal. Which is not something we know he's injured, but number two, I'm not I wouldn't be calling you if I'm gonna touch this damn animal. That's nothing you would do anyway. Hell no. But I guess he doesn't know that. The officer doesn't know that. No, and I felt good that he kind of took it seriously, you know. He didn't tell me to like, well, can you call critter catchers? You're gonna have to wait till tomorrow. I mean, seriously. This is the great thing about Alpharetta and Milton, you know? Mm -hmm. So Charlotte starts rolling tape because you know she's gotta get this all on the snapper. And she said, Mom, they're going to run a code four. I said, what's that? She said, they're going to come with no lights. I said, well, thank God, because that's all I need, you know, in this neighborhood. 1130 at night. Chotes have got some police cars over there, you know. Right. Well, you, well hang on. Let's kill the music. Let's hit pause here for a second. Please. You make that sound as if that's something that, that, that would happen quite often or with frequency. No, but that's my point. Everybody's just a damn nosy. Can you imagine the scenarios they'd be coming up with? So, here he comes up the driveway. Took about 10 minutes, literally. Actually, no. He parked at the bottom of the driveway and walked up the driveway. Fairly good-looking fella. Not that that matters. And he says, well, what do we have? And I said, I don't know. I I said, I think it's a possum. He looked in between the bus. He says, you've got a raccoon. I said, what? He said, yep. And it's big. And so, he said, we got to get Roscoe. He knew his name by then inside and I'm like oh boy this is going to be tough so I got that little leash that you can like lasso him with well, let me tell you what happens he goes Roscoe come Roscoe comes right to him he goes Roscoe sit Roscoe sits down he puts the leash on him and hands him to me like magic said, like a magician I said what in the hell 
This dog never comes to anybody. He evidently has all these Australian shepherds and knows how to handle dogs. He said he looked him in the eye and he knew he was willing to cooperate. So he was able to like telepathically communicate mm -hmm. with Roscoe yeah. P. Coltrane. Charlotte was shocked. That fell over. So he gets in there and he says, I don't want to move these boxes because I'm afraid he'll go out the other end and just go behind all of your other stuff. He right, said, so right, we've right. got to sort of maneuver these boxes out to the outside. Then he wants to know what's in my boxes because he doesn't want them to fall over in case they're fragile. And I have to go through everything I got in these boxes. And I mean, it was just, I got a popcorn machine there. I've got a toilet seat there. I've got, I mean, I couldn't remember what the hell I ordered from Amazon Prime. You right. know, I got a 12-foot pre-lit Christmas tree that if that falls on you, you're dead. Yeah. Because we didn't want to kill the little fella either. Of course not. You know? So he gets on the phone, Caddy, and he says, calls in. He goes, we need a code four, no lights. I need an assistance with an officer, and we need that stick we just got. And I'm like, this is getting good. So they brought out one of those sticks. As Charlotte said, like they had a Madagascar that has the kind of loop around the end of it. Right. That you put on the end of the animal's like neck right, to yeah, pull yeah, them right, out. Right. Yeah, like the zookeepers do. Right. Well, evidently they just got this stick at Milton and they are ready to use it. So here come two more officers. I got three officers at my house for a raccoon. Okay. Now they come up the driveway. Number two, eh. Number three, hot. Okay, hang on. What are we doing here? Hot. We're ranking the officers. Yes. Number three, hey, Charles like, oh, now we're Hit pause. Hit pause, please. Huh? We're ranking the officers not according to their ability. Um, their, 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 their what? Ability. How would you know that, though? How would you know their ability as they walk up the driveway? I'm saying, like, I thought you meant, like, their ability as police officers or something. Right. Yes. That's what I would think that we're, we're, we're ranking them and numbering them on. Is that right? Kind of. But Charlotte's like, when that third one come up, came up the driveway, she's like, now we're in business. I said, oh, yeah. So number two has the stick. And number three was like the rookie because they're always the cute ones. And I said to number three, and they were pushing on the box, and that thing was going. And he was like, oh, boy. I said, you want to come up here and stand with me? And he did. So me, him, and Charlotte are huddled. Mm -hmm. Kind of over by the other porch. Right, okay? sure. And number two puts that loop around the raccoon's neck and takes it out. You've seen the video. That raccoon is pissed. I mean pissed. He's like, <laughs> and he's like lunging at the officer, and the officer's like moving back. Here comes the best part. You ready? Mm -hmm. He says, where should we put this? They're all talking to each other. And I said, well, don't put it, because they were like, maybe we'll put it kind of in the backyard. I said, no, because my dog, we have like an acre back there. He can run on it on his invisible collar. They said, well, where should we put it? I said, put it through those trees, those bushes right there on the hill. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they stuck the little fella up there, and he climbed up a tree, Caddy. That is, that makes my heart warm. I know, but you know where I had him put him, don't you? In his yard. In his yard. Yeah, to the left. But yeah, and so then they went through this whole thing about, I made the mistake of saying, what made him come in? And Because, you know, you would think like with Roscoe out there, they'd be afraid, you know, like to come around. 
But Roscoe slept that particular day for like five hours inside on the couch with a blanket over him. So he oh, wasn't on, he yeah. was not on watch. But there was a bag of dog food laying on top. And he said they will come after any kind of food. And so if you're listening still at this point, God bless you. Yeah, I don't know that anyone is, but go ahead. But you need to pull your, because we keep our door just barely up enough so Roscoe can go in and out during the day, like if the lawn people are coming or whatever. He said, door's got to be closed because they'll come in. And he said, especially when they're pregnant and want to have babies. Oh, can you imagine? And he said, they're fascinating little creatures. Listen to this. They'll get, like if you leave dog food in a bowl or whatever, they'll go over and they have little hands and they'll soak the dog food in water. And then they eat it. And he said, they're very clean little creatures. They're constantly cleaning their little hands. No Richard the Beaver though, huh? No. Can you imagine? I, I mean, a, but a beaver's too smart to come in and get stuck in a bunch of boxes. You know, but I just couldn't believe this little fella. He was, first of all, he wasn't little. He was big. And I said, and they, first they wanted to know if he was rabid. And the way they do that is they poke at him. And if they just kind of look like they're on like an edible, you know. What's that look? Well, just kind of like don't respond right, and right. just sort of willy nilly uh, swaying okay. back and forth right. with a lighter in there. They're rabid. If they're like this one was. Right. Then they're not. They're, they're kind of ready to go they're just they're wanting to want to fight yeah yeah so, i mean i just imagine this little raccoon putting his little hands up like boxing them you know what i mean yeah let's talk about the officers okay um at dismissal after the event was done and the raccoon was removed and, and re uh rehomed we'll say i offered them all drinks up the hill drinks like Dr- Cokes, offered- waters okay okay not like bourbons right and yeah. so um who, who was the what 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 was the highest number that you assigned that day Mm, seven. And that was to who? To whom? The young one. Okay. Young mean what? Uh, 22? Right, fresh uh, out of the academy? I or? mean, tw- no, 28. 28. 28. 28 years old. Now, is he the one that brought a stick? The two brought the stick. I bet they did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they told me, they go, this is the first time we've gotten to use the stick. I'm so, yeah. I said, well, I'm so glad. Yeah. Stay late. Stay late, you said. That's sus. That story's sus. That entire story. That entire segment is sus. We're going to let it go. Got a lot of Jack My Second Act podcast. Welcome to this episode. Um, we are delighted and honored and truly grateful that we have great partnership with great folks like Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Since season one, episode one, since the very beginning, Donna from Gallery Furniture has supported this podcast. Through the pandemic, even. Golly, how long ago was that, Cadillac Jack and Donnie asking? Do you remember? Can we even go back to those days? It seems like, does it seem like light years behind us to you, Donna? Absolutely. I ain't said that word in the longest time I'm having to stop and pause and reflect. And you don't still do fools that very wearing often. masks today. It's like, fool, take your mask off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, through the pandemic, through it all, through uh, shipping, uh, you know, uh, the, the delays which Donna really never suffered with at Gallery Furniture because she had the, 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 the forethought to, to order in bulk ahead. When she first heard the word pandemic, she said, uh-oh, doorbell went off, ding-dong, and she stocked up. And so during the pandemic, during that period, they had great, great, healthy, healthy inventory of furniture for every room in your house. Gallery Furniture uh, continues today. Inventory, it's, uh, man, the showroom, of course, right there at the original location, been there for decades, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville, but also... Uh, three or four satellite showrooms, or not showrooms, but uh, locations where they hold furniture, storage units, Donna, not storage units, but storage warehouses. And Donna will take you for a tour. If you don't find what you're looking yeah. for on the showroom floor, she'll put you in her Tahoe, take you on a tour around the different uh, 
different holds that she has in the Gainesville area. Yeah, and I said this the other day, and somebody actually reached out to me and said that they had been up to gallery and that exactly what I was saying was what they experienced was at a couple of places to blank to go and another one that won't be named, that they have these sets and they're named the Jiminy Cricket, the Berkwood, you know, there's like three or four of them. And if you don't like those, that's pretty much all they have, you know, and you can get a bed and a dresser or maybe a dresser or, you know, some combination thereof. But she said she went in and she really didn't like it, but also she didn't want five pieces of furniture, but it was actually cheaper for her to get five pieces of furniture than the two she wanted. And it just didn't work out. And she said she went to gallery and they just worked with her and, you know, she only needed two pieces they gave her a great price on both of them. She's getting them delivered next week. And she just said it was amazing. And that's what we've been telling you is that, you know, if you don't fall in, and most people don't, to that group that they know they want the Bedford with seven pieces, two matching nightstands, uh, you know, not everybody wants to do that anymore. Sometimes people don't want the matchy-matchy. And a lot of people don't have room for seven pieces of furniture in a room. So go to gallery and you can pick a bed and then you can pick a nightstand that's totally different. You know, mix and match and make it look the way you want it to look. Personalize it. Gallery Furniture, the uh, follow on Instagram is Ask for Wolfman Furniture. And you can see what they get. Uh, they take receipt of every week, six or seven trucks deliver. Truckloads, brand new furniture for your home. Gallery Furniture on Instagram at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Online at AskForTheWolfman.com. Thugs. This one is going to go down in the Hall of Fame. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Th thanks for the heads up. Here we go. You're going to be talking about this for a while. Okay. People in a uh, kind of south, I'm not going to tell exactly where, but South Fulton, down in the south, uh, community said their nightmare is finally over because the SWAT team has come in and arrested these four people that were the epitome uh, of nuisance okay. neighbors. You ready? Yes. Okay. They partied all the time, these four guys. They had an illegal strip club in the house what? on the weekends. Okay. The house had piles of trash. They raced up and down the streets. The house reeked of marijuana. They had gunfire. And are you ready for this one? I don't know that I am after all of that. A week ago, they had live horses, Caddy. Live horses. What, what were they doing with the horses? In the yard. Well, maybe In they, the yard. Well, Donna, maybe they had an ad permit to do, uh, you know, I, I don't know what, but maybe they No, had... people said they had traded these racehorses for drugs, I guess. I mean, are you are you believing all this stuff? So these people kept complaining and complaining in the neighborhood and saying, listen, this is ridiculous. You've got to come and help us out, okay? Well, DeAnthony Maddox, Jeremy Wheat, Kelvin Hall, and this one who sounds like just a real bag of tricks. He's a Taraj Day Ford. Taraj Day Ford. They're all facing multiple charges, okay? All right. I don't even know where to go. They have they had license plates readers. They had 
stolen mail. They had stolen IDs. They had credit cards. And horses. Racing horses. Horses, marijuana, right. a variety of drugs, racing, and they were running a strip club. Just wonder, like wonder, in a neighborhood. These people are just out there cutting their grass, and they got women up there on poles. My God. I wonder, just a I wonder, mess. What do you think the cover was, I wonder? A horse, clearly. I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bring, bring, so, yeah. And, and this is like a suburban neighborhood, okay? So they arrested them. SWAT team came in and took them away. And you know what I say about this, right? I, I, let's hear it. I'm ready. Get out, right. okay? Get out of our neighborhoods. If you want to run an illegal strip club, if you want to have live horses, marijuana. Go to Conyers. Don't even go to Conyers. Go to the North Pole because we've had it. I'll tell you where you're going to go. you straight to the jail. And you can run your little gambling operation and your strip club, and you can have llamas and horses and all that stuff in jail. But guess what? You can't because you're in jail. And you are a what? A thug. What's he going to do when they come for you? Thugs. Enjoy the radio show, Cadillac Jack and Donna, weekdays, 530 till 10, Atlanta's to Bear 92.5. Civil search for the app, and you're there. Search for the Bear 925 in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Five days a week, mornings, 5.30 till 10 a.m. Eastern, and two episodes each week of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. It's Cadillac Jack and Don. In the headlines this week, Donna. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Let's have that conversation now. Well, um, a lot of stuff. A lot, a lot of stuff. So Brittany is releasing this book. It's called The Woman and Me. Yep. And so she says that her and Justin Timberlake, who were obviously in a relationship for a very long time, um, terminated a pregnancy. When she was, I'm trying to think, I guess she was 18, 19 years old, um, that he did not want to have children, that she said she loved him so much, she expected them to have a family, but she said he was not happy about the pregnancy, that they were too young, and he wanted to have the pregnancy terminated. She did choose to do that, and she said, it's one of the most agonizing things I've ever experienced in my life. Um... She said that during the conservatorship, she became a robot. Um, That she, you know, all of her struggles were just amplified and amplified. And that the night that she shaved her head was prior, I guess, to the conservatorship taking effect. And it was just kind of her way of acting out. Um, She said that her father body shamed her during the conservatorship that she, he told her repetitively that she was overweight, that she was fat, um, that you know she needed to grow her hair out. Um, and let's see, started drinking alcohol with her mother when she was in the eighth grade. 
They'd go on road trips when she was in Kentwood, Alabama, in Kentwood, Louisiana, and they'd drink daiquiris together. They called them toddies. Okay. A word, a word maybe no eighth grader should know. No. Uh, she was almost cast in the notebook when she was, you know, you forget that she was on the Mickey Mouse Club. And looking at Brittany now, I think it's easy to forget that she had a very strong career for a long time. Uh, but she had hoped to be in the notebook with Ryan Gosling, and she lost that to Rachel McAdams. So nothing from the Justin Timberlake side yet about how he feels about all these revelations coming out. These are just a few of the bombshells. But you know he has been on pins and needles. I bet there's like more than this. What well. she's going to put. You know, they, they spent a lot of time together in very young and formative years when they were probably experimenting with a lot of things. And I think that JT probably is very, very nervous about what could come out, as are his you know, press peeps and, and record label. When is the book going to be published? Do we know? Um, I think it's coming out like soon, soon. Let's see. 24th, October 24th. That's next week. Yes, and there's been a lot of speculation about who's going to do the audio version. And I don't know if she has... I know they were talking about different people... Um, Reese Witherspoon turned it down, but I know there are a lot of people who have been approached to do the audio version. The audio book? Yes. Very lucrative business. Yeah, definitely. Britney Spears in the headlines. Because in the headlines, we're talking about Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast. I'm not a coffee drinker, never have been. Never had a cup in my life. But coffee, I guess for you coffee drinkers, Don, it gets you up, gives you that first jolt of the morning that you need, right? Oh, yeah. To start your morning. Uh, for me, that I mean, I drink jolt. it all day. I drink one hot cup of coffee in the morning, and then promptly about 2, 3 in the afternoon, I switch over to an iced chai. Okay. All right. Okay. That jolt for me in the morning comes from a hot shower. Oh. And I've not had one for two mornings. Oh, gosh. Don't know what's going on. I don't have a water heater. I have some, some, some space-age type, eco-friendly, of course. Um, you know me, all about being eco-friendly. I had recycled a day of my life, but I got an eco-friendly water tank thing. It's in an attic I'd never been in before in my life. But I woke up two mornings ago. I guess it was uh, Monday morning, Tuesday morning. I didn't have any hot water. Oh, my gosh. It's been cold, too. I had not had any heat. No, it's been in the four, mid, low 40s, as you know. Every morning this week, waking up shivering. That's not good. Ice on my teeth. Oh, my gosh. Ice on your teeth? Ice on my teeth. Not being dramatic at all. So a text coming up, you know that uh, four-hour window you get. Oh, here we go. What was this last time with you? Oh, your um, air conditioning. Air conditioning, yeah. It couldn't. It was too, 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 too hot. Now it's too cold. Just can't find a can't find a just FML as the kids say, don't I? FML. What's that? Huh? What's that? Put a Google on that. Okay. All right. So I got a text coming over sometime between uh, two fifteen and midnight or something like that. I hadn't looked. How do you know all these words? FML. Yeah, just in general. How do you know them? Um, just being tuned in, oh, okay. maybe to uh, culture and uh, things like that. I guess I don't really know. FML, look that one. Okay. Up. So I'm waiting on a tech. I uh, may have to drop out at any moment. Should he knock at the door? Just making you aware. It's cold in here, Donna. Baby, it's cold in here. Mm. Homecoming is this weekend. Our 17 year old daughter Charlotte is participating in the homecoming festivities. Where are pictures being taken? Uh, I don't. I've got it. I got to figure it out. Okay. I'm trying to think. They do them all at one certain place on Saturday, but I'll I'll find out. Um, 
Yes, but it's homecoming week. And so every day, you know, they dress in a different um, situation. I forgot what Monday was like. I can't remember what Monday was. Yesterday was baby or boomer. No, today's baby or boomer. So they're all dressed in onesies. Tomorrow is um, country or rap. No, I'm sorry, rock and roll or rap. Yesterday was country western. Okay. I don't remember having all these like dress up days when oh, I was in high school. Did, did you? Yeah, absolutely, we did. You did? I didn't participate. But yeah, we had them. I need Allison Warren, my um, my what's my person, my trustee of my memories, high school memories. I need you to let me know. I don't. Rem- I don't. I think we're so old. We just didn't dress up. I don't know. What did y'all dress up like? I can't imagine what the categories. My categories would have been like Little House on the Prairie or Charlie's Angels. You know? It wasn't really, I think we had a couple dress-ups, but it was more uh, spirit day. You know, where, where oh, yeah. if your colors are red and black, wear red and black. Or... Yeah, we probably did that. But, like, did you have a different theme every day? I think we did. Huh. Yeah, I graduated in 98, so. Okay, what does that mean? I graduated in 91. I wanted to see if you'd catch that. But... Oh. Huh. 91, we were doing uh, crazy things, Donna. Like, uh, not like the crazy kids these days. Yeah. We didn't have cell phones back then. You couldn't text anybody. If, if everybody said we're meeting for the, for the football game before homecoming at 6.30 at Shoney's, you, you had to be there at Shoney's at 6.30 you missed the train, you know? Right. You couldn't find everybody. Then you miss out. Yeah, there was no Snapchat map or map or... Show my location. Find my app. Yeah. Where's my app? Whatever. You know, all that stuff. Hmm. Any rules yeah, for homecoming? Yeah, it's exciting. Any rules for homecoming? Um, she's driving her date because they're going to an after party and the girls and guys are splitting up after the after party and going to one girl's house to spend the night, and the guys are going to one guy's house. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. <laughs> the after party house they're going to, I'm going to try to do this without getting anybody in trouble. Um, so he has, his parents are divorced. The dad is now dating a mom whose son is also yes in this friend group so imagine kind of like what happened to you which we'll talk about in a minute Mm -hmm. but where two people are friends in high school and their parents start dating and so the dad where the party's being held at the after party is on a vacation with the mom of the other kid does that make sense that's, uh, that's a lot to follow right there, but I got it. I got it. Well, anyway, so a lot of parents are like, because she posts every time her shoe squeaks, she posts on Instagram about these two. And so all the parents are like, wait a minute, y'all are having an after party at the dad's house, but the dad's on a two-week European vacation with his new girlfriend. Who's going to be at the house? But it was the opposite. It's going to be at the mom's house, but okay. it caused all these questions. Let me tell you this one. These two that are now dating, which fantastic, great, they found each other. He got sweatshirts for them to wear, and they velcro together when you hold hands. Seems a bit much to me, but okay. I mean, is that just not the craziest crap you've ever heard in your life? Keyword crap. Yeah. All right, what were you saying about me? How do I relate to this? Well, because that happened to you in high school. When your mom and dad got divorced, oh, your yes. dad started yeah, dating yeah, Brenda, who was my stepmother for a moment, a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about her in the longest time. And she was so much part of my life, too. Well, but t- t- tell us about that. So, like, y'all, were y'all um, really good friends? Andy Andy dated Julie, my sister. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they dated. 
And who was Andy? Uh, Andy was my stepbrother, Brenda's son. Right. But y'all were all in high school together, just a group of friends, Correct. sat Andy, at the lunch table right. together. Well, I mean, maybe. Some, some days, sure. But Andy and Julie were in the same grade. And then Hope was uh, in between us all, and then I was the youngest. So say I was a freshman, Hope was a sophomore, Andy and Julie would have been juniors. So it stepped. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, everybody knew each other. Andy and Julie dated. A little bit. I uh, went to the same elementary school even and, and, and kind of grew up together, I guess you could say. But my dad um, had an affair with their mother. She cut my dad's hair, Brenda. I don't know where she is now. Mm. Having a clue. Um, so when my parents divorced, dad and Brenda came out as a couple. They married, which made Andy and Hope our stepbrother and sister, which meant Julie and Andy had to stop any fornicating uh, that was going on. Okay, fornicating? Well, I mean, what, oh, her and Andy? Well, yes. that's weird. Why is that weird? They didn't well, see it coming. they were fornicating? I don't know about that, Donna, but they didn't see it coming. It wasn't their fault. Okay. Their mother their, their mother, and, Julie, and her father was messing around, which they had been for a long, long time. I felt so bad for my mother. Here's why. My dad, they would, they would hook up on Sundays. They go to the gym together. Uh, they meet at the gym, spend quality time there. And then on Sundays, they would hook up wherever. I don't know. But my dad would tell my mom he was going to the post office. And he'd be yeah. gone for four hours, five hours, whatever. And he'd come back and he, he would always say, boy, the line was long mm. at the post office. Well, guess what, Jane? The post office isn't open on Sunday. Yeah. She never put it together. I hate to think of granddaddy that way. Never put it I together. guess now people don't use the post office. They probably use the quick trip or something. Or Amazon. What do you mean? For ordering your stuff? Get stuff delivered? No, for I'm going, you oh, know. Yeah, like they, an excuse. Yeah, where, yeah, I got you. To cover the trail. Yeah, I'm going I'm going to the quick trip and they're gone for four hours. Right. Because the post office isn't open on Sunday, so and nobody goes to the post office anymore. Well, that's what I was getting at. Nobody uses post service anymore. Yeah. You so they have to come up with a new one. Right. For their the entanglements. Yes. It's Cadillac Jack and Donna. Men, for some reason, think they're the only damn ones that can drive a car. Ever since I gave you gals right to vote, things gotten all kinds of messy. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, you constantly are telling me how to drive, and it just drives me crazy. Well, Officer Candy's gonna correct me on my drive. They're folks just like you. Cadillac Jack and Donna. Mornings on the Bear 92.5. Join us weekday mornings on the Bear 92.5, 5.30 till 10. It's Cadillac and Donna, the Jacks. Simple search for the Bear 92.5 app in the Apple App Store or Google Play. We'll get you there. It's absolutely free. We'd love to spend our mornings with you. Love to wake up with you. Each weekday morning, Atlanta's the Bear 92.5. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, Steve Mitchell at Ingo Studios in Atlanta, I-N-G-O, Ingo Studios in Atlanta. Thank you, Steve. Mitchell provides production assistance for the podcast and uh, daily assistance for the radio show. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act. Proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Whoa!